episode four of For the Parents. I'm in uh, my onesie because it's it's that kind of day today, I think. Mm. Yeah. So I guess I'll start us off while Jesse finishes doing clicky things. Hmm. Where to start? Where to start? Okay, I think we should start a couple of weeks back. Um, when, for the first time ever, as Ollie's been getting older and older and older and, like, learning, you know, about his emotions more and, and we really, really try to ingrain it in him that we want him to know that we respect his thoughts, we respect his feelings, we respect him. Um, he said to me, and I remember because I cried about it that day, he said that I was mean to him and that I was a mean mommy. And remember a couple of weeks back? No. What what was the situation? Sorry. I can't remember, but like... I was the one who was having to be obviously the disciplinarian mm-hmm. and I was a mean mommy because I didn't let him, I can't remember what I didn't let him do, but I remember that he said that I was a mean mommy and, um, and I cried and I was really sad and I told him that I was going to do my best to never be a mean mommy again. That if I, if he ever felt like I was being mean, that he should say, Mommy, I'm mad at you. Or you're, no, he, the, to say, you're being mean to me and you're not listening to my feelings. And he did that today. Um, he did that today. And it about killed me. Because in the moment, obviously, I didn't remember. And he was like, you're, you're being mad at me. And you're not using your listening ears, he said to me. And it was like... All today has just been sort of like a roller coaster. And it just was really like later when. um, Oh, so this is what happened. He kept going. OK, so when he took a shower, he was already sort of really tired um, because he's having trouble waking up early, earlier than he should. Um, and he refuses to take a nap. There's just like nothing we can do. And um. I mean, short of, like, shoving him on the bed and forcing him to stay down. But sometimes I'm by myself and I cannot do that. So there's yeah. nothing we can do. Yeah. And um, so he was tired. He was ready for bed. He took a shower. He likes to pretend that he's baby Kai. Probably because he sees that baby Kai gets the attention that he wants. Um, he's also just a creative kid. Well, he is. But, you know, when he's baby Kai, he demands our attention because he's baby Kai. And... um. And anyway, he was being baby guy in the bath, and so I took him out and and everything, and I was getting his jammies on, and I put his slippers on because he slips on our floors at, because he runs full throttle. And he had a little bit of a meltdown because baby guy doesn't wear slippers, and I was like, oh, it took us a good like I'd say ten minutes to calm it was down a long from that. Time. Um, but I just sat with him, and I was like, it's okay, like tell me. Tell me what you're feeling. Like, I know. And he just, and I was like, when you're ready, like, take a deep breath. And we'll talk about it. And I said, how about we make a deal? You're sad. And I was like, what, like, what are you feeling? And he was like, I'm sad because baby Kai, I'm baby Kai and baby Kai doesn't wear slippers. And I was like, how about we make a deal? You don't have to wear your slippers. But if you even if you run even just once in the house you have to put them back on and he was like okay deal and that was that and we went uh, put him in and we sat down to eat and um his grandpa was outside cooking we had steaks his grandpa was out cooking and he just rushes out like just in socks and everything and you know i brought him back in also because it's like he needs to start eating. It's it's just hard when there's a lot of people, too, and I acknowledge that. Anyway, maybe I should have just let him out, but his food was on the table, and it was time for him to start eating. So I brought him back in, and I said, um, you can't go back out there if you don't have slippers. And I thought I said it nicely, but maybe I was mean. I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure now. I'm like second guessing myself. You were already and a little bit irritated. Fair. And um, and I said, if you want to go back out there, you totally can. I said, but you have to put on your shoes or your slippers. Do you want to put them on? And he said, no. And I said, okay, well, we got to sit and we got to eat. And then he ran back out there at some point. And I grabbed him and I was like, you, I was like, baby, you can't be out here without your shoes and your slippers. And it was a whole thing again. And he was crying and he was saying that I wasn't listening to him. Um, and that I was mad at him and I wasn't using my listening ears. And I was like, okay, well, I don't remember even how we got past that. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm listening to your, I'm listening to your, to your, to your thoughts. You want to go back out there? I was like, you want to put on your shoes? And he said, yes. So we put on his shoes and he went out there and then his grandfather got done cooking and we brought him back in and it wasn't too bad. And then he wanted to be done and I said that's fine he knows if he like he can get down and he can go play quietly until mm -hmm. we're all done if or, he's done with his food mm -hmm. which he did but then he came up and he's like I want to play with slime and it was it was bedtime it was a hundred percent bedtime plus there were people still eating on the table and I uh -huh. said no I said right now is t not time for slime we can play slime tomorrow in the morning and into another meltdown so I took him back into the like into their playroom. I have this little chair set up thing there, and we sat, and we flossed our teeth. And no, I said, okay, well, I think it's time for bed because he started crying, mm -hmm. really bad, like having like another breakdown. And I was like, I think it's time for bed. So I took him and I went and I got a floss stick and I went into that room and we were just in our feelings. And he was very and he said that he was really mad, sad, angry. And I was like, wow, those are really big feelings. And we got to the, he said he was bored. And that makes sense. Like, we, it's been a pretty, like, boring day today. Uh -huh. And it makes sense. For him. For him, yeah. I'm, you know, nothing exciting happened today. Um, even though he did, it doesn't matter. And um, And I was like, yeah, okay, well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, maybe tomorrow we can... I can try to make the days less boring and X, Y, Z. And, um, and he, again, he got, oh, we were okay. We were okay. I was just going to go get a toothbrush. And he runs out and he grabs the slime. And Jesse didn't know. And I didn't blame you at all. Like 100% yeah, didn't, didn't blame you. Yeah, I didn't know. You told him. And, um, and he was, he was grabbed the slime. And he, Jesse was like, yeah, okay, yeah, you can play with the slime. I said, I said, what are you doing? I was like, be careful. Like, I, I didn't say yes or no. I just, like, he grabbed it. I figured you let him free <laughs> for whatever reason because well, you, you weren't with him. Well, you did say because Oma, because your grandma was still. I was like, Oma's stuff is there. And, but so then you, you and then really you careful. said, yeah, you have to be really careful. You were like, okay, well, be really careful. So it's like you gave him the green light. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait, he was already <sighs> taking it, though. He didn't even, like. Well, no, but you could have, you know, I mean, yeah. And um, so then I had to come in and be like, well, no, like it's time for bed. And you say you might say, like, pick your battles. Right. But like he already like wakes up really early. If we don't get him in bed by a certain time, like he gets less and less sleep. And I just I mean, because he will wake up at between five and six every single day. Yes. And today he woke up at like four fifty, I think. And so, you know, he really needed to be in bed. And. I no, became the bad person again because I said, or the bad parent, the bad whatever. And um, it's so hard being that person. It's so hard being that person. And he was so mad at me and he was so sad and he was crying and he was saying that I was a mean mommy. Well, he was saying that I was mean to him and he'd like, and like that realization that like, obviously there are no perfect parents and I feel like maybe each like our kids are going to try to be better parents than than we were and that's not even to say that like we're bad or whatever but it just is what it is like and at the same time it's just that realization that no matter what you do like there's always going to be something that you could have done better and especially like hearing Ollie like say that I wasn't listening to his feelings and that I made him mad or that I was being mean to him like that's that's just so painful to hear 
And you know what, though? Like, he was right. I was being mean to him. And I'm not perfect, you know? And... Yeah, and it's just like those hard days, they're rough for everybody. Mm -hmm. Hard days for kids or hard days for, like, hard day in what way? I'm just saying, like, when the day, like, when it's a rough day for you and the kids, because even, like, they're having Mm -hmm. a rough day, you're probably having a rough day. If you're having a rough day, they're going to probably feel that, too. Mm -hmm. And they're hard for everybody. More so, I think, like, for for us, like, as the parents, it's a rougher day um, when they're having a rough day. Because even, no matter what we try, mm-hmm. we're always going to, like, come out being mean in one way or another. And for them, it's probably obviously yeah. rougher when we're having a bad day because for no reason we're being mean to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe it's just always shitty for them. I don't know. But it's always shitty for us, yeah. too. And it's just really really hard um what do you feel like the percentage of bad days are to good days <laughs> i don't know in your brain well i mean the last time that something like this happened where it was a really rough day and he like was like you're being mean to me mm-hmm. that was the first time that he said it and it was i i have it in my notes somewhere but it was like it was a good couple of months ago but I mean, like, oh, so you're, you're talking just about behavioral, like, kids' bad days then. Because I feel like emotionally, I don't remember, like, yesterday it was a pretty good day for all of us. Yeah. But, like, normally one of us is going through something every day. <laughs> it's one of us, like, either, like, you're upset at the world and stressed or I'm upset at the world and stressed or... Ollie is or Kai is having a really hard time napping or sleeping. Like, there's always something mm-hmm. going on, <laughs> it feels like. Uh. I guess I don't feel like there's always something going on. Like, the regular, everyday, like, emotional roller coaster doesn't affect me that much. It just is what it is, and you come back from it, and you, mm-hmm. I just don't hold on to those, like, little minuscule. So, you're like, to me. like, for like bad days, you're talking about like days that feel pivotal to pivot, pivot. Pivotal in your mind. What do you mean pivotal? Like something stands out that's like, like this is another. I'm saying like a bad day, like today, like where like he wasn't using his listener listening ears, but I guess neither was I. Like we were both just like really clashing, like clashing. Like that kind of bad. I'm just so confused. Like, what do you? What part well, of the like? I'm just trying to like when you said when it's a bad day, it's bad for everybody. And now I was just curious. Like, like I feel like almost every day at your parents was a bad day in terms of in terms of his listening ears. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. I was just one. I yeah, was but just like, but so. we took that in stride, and it was like mm-hmm. we really like got down to his level, yeah. and we like were with him, and it just felt today it was like for me much harder than any of the days with my parents because maybe I had reached my limit and I was like yeah. not able to get down with him on his level either. Yeah. And so it was like, but it's like at the same time, I feel like, I feel like I tried. I feel like I freaking tried mm-hmm. to get down to his level and he still called me a mean mommy. And it like, that was like really ouchy for me because I'm not saying he was wrong. Obviously mm-hmm. he feels what he was feeling, but it's well, like, like, yeah, like the second time he went out, you were like, Oh my God, Oliver! And you like pushed your chair back and like stomped after him. So like I could see how he would think that you were being mean to him. And like I'm not saying that you weren't yeah. justified in in your emotions either. Like that's why this title's podcast is like the parent we want to be versus the parent we are. Like, and I, I feel like it's so unfair for stay at home parents because, like. Like, I'm not a full-time stay-at-home parent. There was, especially right before my parents here, I was here a lot more. And even now, like, on the days that I am here, I'm a lot more present and I help out a lot more in every way that I can. And it, But it's like, oh, like, when it's, like, you just only have so many straws in your bucket. There's only so many straws in your bucket until, like, you run out of straws to give, you know what I mean? Like, and, like, 
it's just like it sucks that it's not fair to the kids. And I was thinking this other day when we were trying to figure out why Ollie was having trouble at your parents' house when there were so many like people in love around him, like and it was just like I was thinking about the different ways that everybody treats him or like reacts to him or interacts with him. And I was like like we made like we made it to sane adults, like semi sane <laughs> adults, like adulthood and like so did our parents and like we know that their parents their childhood was very rough compared to ours. And it's like like just I'm I'm kind of all over the place. So I was thinking it's really it's it's nice to think in the moments when you're like, Holy shit, I'm not being the parent I want to be it's really nice to th- like reflect and say like they are going to still shine. Like they can still shine. Like they will grow up to be good humans. Like we're not terrible parents, but like those moments when like, like there's nothing wrong with there's re- like really in the grand scheme of things, like there's nothing wrong with him playing with slime at the table in a corner while everyone else eats at the same table and him, being a little rambunctious and maybe getting it on his shirt a little bit, like in the grand scheme of things, like that's not a big deal. But when you have no more straws to give, like you set that boundary because it's easier and you're like, no, just no, just no. And like, I'm not saying you, I'm saying like when you're that person in that position and you're like, no, like, no, like you don't get this freedom right now. Well, I mean, no, I disagree with that. In this, uh, like Mm. in that, in that specific aspect, but I do agree. Like, when we were putting him to bed and he and like I was crying and he was crying and it was just like a meltdown for both of us. I did think I said I thought to myself like I can't like I can't remember in my childhood a specific like I know that there must have been times when my mom lost her patient with me patience with me. But I can't remember it, any of those like specifically like the good yeah. moments for me personally outweighed like those. Yeah sometimes moments where she was mean you mm-hmm. know ollie's wake i gotta go yeah kai's on me today and ollie and ollie's on sam but i mean i did i did have that thought that like i mean i can't remember specifically when she was mean to me even though she must have been like i mean i'm not saying well i was a mean mean mom or anything but I, everybody at some point loses their patience all parents i think do it's hard to be like completely perfect all the time every time all day every day and um and i was thinking about that but i also feel like there are certain rules and there are certain boundaries that i think kids especially specifically ollie flourishes under and it was clearly bedtime and there was no like room to be like okay well you can play with slime for a little bit like he was already on his last leg like he was like not even on a leg he wasn't even on a leg anymore like he was beyond like hysterical absolutely everything was making him cry if the slime wouldn't have like fallen a certain way or stayed a certain way he would have lost it too you know what i'm saying like he was way ready for bed completely ready for bed i think and like if like if I had been in your situation, and obviously I'm normally the one that puts him to bed, but um, like if I had been, I think there there was room, and like this is just again like a difference in parenting style. I don't think one way is right or wrong. Like when he has the slime, like that's my opportunity. Like that's not in general, but it's just, like in that situation, he wants to play with slime. He's done eating. Him being done eating signifies my transitional moment for him to go to bed. So like, so that's the time you would have picked to like. That's the time I would have picked to while he was playing with slime, turn on the sound in the room, make sure his part of the bed was ready, make sure I had a binky, get the toothpaste on the toothbrush, and get mm-hmm. the floss stick, and I have everything while he's playing, floss his teeth while he's distracted, brush his teeth, mm-hmm. and then say, "Ooh, there's a binky in bed. Are you ready?" Mm-hmm. And then like, all right, well we gotta wash our hands really quick because we played with slime, and then like that, like for me, like that's how I would have used it. But we have different parenting styles, and there's nothing like I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I do think, like that's, for me like that would have worked, and for you like you're and it's not like, like I don't think that moment was the moment that he was in his brain probably referring to specifically like you being him. You I know, think it's like, just overall like yeah. the whole dinner. But like if it was just that, like if it was just that moment and he was crying because you took him away from the slime and didn't let him open it and went to bed, like he probably would have been fine. 
Like it was like all those moments conglomerated that were like hard for him, regardless of like whether it would have been you or me saying, no, like you can't go outside. Cause I would have said the same thing. Like, no bro, you can't go outside. Like you can't go outside just in your socks. Like grandpa's cooking. He's going in and out. Like you, there's nothing, there's no reason you need to be out there. And also he like, it's not just like, we don't like trust him or anything. Like he's a two and a half year old. No. Well, even <laughs> just, uh, just in general, he's just like very much a risk taker mm-hmm. and, and I don't trust him. <laughs> Well, like he's curious. He's very curious, but I don't trust him to look after himself and make good des- like the decisions that he needs to to stay st- like. Sometimes he like does, he was looking o- like the last time yeah. that he was out when they were cooking. He's okay. Like, okay, you might need to go because he's kind of up. Well, he's like getting up and moving, and then well, he he stopped again. But he's opening his eyes and looking around. And I'll then just he'll, go. Like, it doesn't. Down. I'll just go. Wait, just my goodness. We gotta look. Oh, I'm just going to go. Yeah, he's up now. Anyways, I had a feeling. Normally when Ollie's on me, if I see him move once, I just go in. Because otherwise he'll, like, kind of poke around and see if somebody's there. Anyways, um, Ollie normally doesn't get up at all. And normally it's just Kai. And I told Sam I would take Kai because um, I figured she'd have more to say than me because she had a rough day with the kids. But, um... I feel like I can, can like the the main topic that we wanted to talk about after just talking about Sam's day with Ollie and like that night situation right before this podcast was um like the difference between the parent you are and the parent you want to be and I I I feel like including in that also like the parent you thought you were going to be before you had kids because I feel like some people like some people have more experience with children before they have children, whether it's from siblings or they work in childcare or, or for some reason they were just around a lot of kids in general and like understand and like kind of observed more what it takes to raise a child. But I thought I like pre parenthood, I had so many ideals of what I wanted to do and who I wanted to be. And I think, uh, like, some of them might still apply to when Ollie and Kai are older. I'm definitely the parent that gives a lot more freedom (laughs) Um, in situations where I'm like, well, can this hurt them? And is there a reason to say no that's not, like, just because it's easier for me? Like, those are kind of, like, my criteria for saying no. And setting boundaries. So, like, Ollie gets to do a lot of things. Because, I like, I was thinking about myself as a child. And, like, okay, like, what were the things that I would have wanted to be different? And that was maybe one of them. Where it's, like, the freedom to explore without, like, without having to worry about what other people would say. Or, like, whether um, someone, like, whether my mom or dad would say no or not. And I, th- I think that it's one, like, I like the way I parent, and I think I could learn a few things from Sam and the way she parents. But also, like, the, the boundaries that I set, I felt like because I set them less frequently, because it's like, okay, yeah, that's not safe. Like, we, like, we can't do that, and here's why. Like, I felt like that would have, like, inherently make Ollie trust when I say no more, but that is definitely not the case. And maybe that's the, like the truth for most toddlers. Um, because when, when they're at a, at least with Ollie, and again, I don't know how Kai's going to be. I don't know. I don't have that much experience with other children. I was an only child. I only had two cousins and they didn't live anywhere near me. And they were like, they're both like half my age and like, almost twice my age. And so like, I, I don't really have a lot of reference points, but it seems like once they're at a place where they're choosing not to listen, it doesn't really matter whether they trust you or not. When you say no, like it's not logical to them. (laughs) They don't understand. They don't understand why you're saying that. And it affects it. Like it, like it doesn't 
affect the situation. Um, like your inputs almost doesn't affect the situation. It just has to be a hard boundary. As I just started talking about like who, like the parent parents we want to be versus who we're being, and also including I was just talking about like pre parenthood, of like like pre parenthood versus even the parents you want to be are different unless you have like a really already vast reference point and observation about what it looks like and means to be a parent. Like I didn't have that at all. Um, but yeah. Do you remember what you were saying? No. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, I guess I just feel like he needs more routine. I can see them if they move. Okay, cool. Um, I just feel like Ollie especially just needs a little bit more routine. Like, you're like, well, it's around bedtime. Let's get ready. But, like, he really does need to be more like, no, it's like 530. This is the time when we get ready. Like, on the dot, 530. Oh, it's 530 or whatever. Like, I'm just saying a number. But, mm-hmm. you but know, I like, feel, he I has, feel like it has to be like and that. And it didn't work any well, worse or better. Well, I feel like... I feel like he did better with that. I really do. Like with a set mm. time. I'd, yeah. I don't know. And maybe like a little bit, it is kind of like, like he's never said that to you. He's never said you're a mean daddy. And he so has. I just feel like. No, he said that to me. When? It was when we were out somewhere. And I like, when I like make him get back in the car seat. Um, he said, I can't remember where we were, but he said that to me. I don't know why it didn't really hurt me that much. I think it's cause I, and I was just like, well, yeah, okay. I mean, okay. Like, cause that's how I was feeling in the moment. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you feel like because you're Kai's primary caregiver, like you don't have the time or attention to, like, make up for that, you know what I mean? Like, that memory and moment in his mind, like, even if you were, like, okay, like, I'm going to do better, like, how? Like, you're already at your capacity, you know what I mean? Like, so, do you, like, do you think maybe that's why you f- it hits you hard? Like, that, that specifically, that moment hit you hard? Yeah, well, yeah, like, I already felt like I was doing my best, and I'm yeah. not saying I wasn't, but yeah. Jesus, like, he's just such a risk taker, and... Like, yeah, if it's in a place where, like, even the worst risk or the worst outcome wouldn't be that bad, like, sure. But, I mean, that's slime. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know, I mean? but You're I'm saying, like, deck. going outside onto the deck, yeah. like, and I no, did. I not I, let, like, I put not his okay. shoes yeah. on and I let him go outside while, you know, his yeah. grandpa was cooking. And I'm, and like, I slime, done that. it wasn't about, like, not, it wasn't about, like, because it was risky. Like, I'm not, it doesn't, like, I don't care one way or, the another, or another if, like, he's not going to consume it because he doesn't like the way it feels that much like he gets like about it and so i'm not afraid that he's gonna put it in his mouth i'm not uh, i don't care if food gets in it we'll just throw it away like it does that's not what it was about it was like i i could tell that no matter what every activity that he was gonna do it was gonna end in tears because something would happen the slime would break a certain way that he didn't want it to break Mm -hmm. or I don't know, somebody would say something to him or you'd hand him the wrong toy mm-hmm. or you'd t- say the wrong thing and he was just going to lose it. Like, he was just going to yeah. lose it. Like, he had been doing um, for things that, like, for things that were just, like, simple things that, like, were just part of his routine already, but just, you know, like... I mean, I think the way that I would have handled it with the slime thing wouldn't have done that, but also I'm normally the person getting ready for bed and also I wasn't done eating, and I've kind of, and I think it's re- been really hard with my parents because like everything's ready at the same time. But usually, like, y- like the, I mean, they've been cooking Ollie's first, and then they cooked ours like way after, just to get Ollie ready because it was like getting close to bedtime and like figuring out that time. They're like they're having trouble figuring out that time frame because they don't usually eat that early, but they're the ones cooking dinner a lot right now. I just feel like okay, and in that sense, I like do sort of like want to call you out because like. Well, not call you out, but I just was, like I explain done, sort of. Okay. And and when I'm cooking dinner, 
like him and I are sitting normally when it's just you, me and Kai and Ollie, I'm sitting there with Ollie and I'm like, like, all right, dude, like I'm finishing my dinner. And when I'm done with my dinner, like whether you're done first or not, go do whatever you have to do. I'm going to finish my dinner and then we're going to go like, we're going to go to bed. And usually like, it's like, like within five minutes. And so I hadn't really thought about, I don't know. Like I haven't really broken, like, gone out of that mind frame since my parents have been here and i think today would have been like was those the only day that that's been like a huge factor but because uh, i yeah i just i don't i don't want to eat after i don't want to eat that late and like that's a boundary i'm setting with him but it's not just me and him right now and so that affects everybody else well it affects yeah. him like like not even in a bad way but like the other people are adults, like, I'm an adult, you're an adult, like, he's the kid, like, if you needed to stop eating dinner to get him ready to go to bed because he was at that point, like, that's on you as the adult. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But that's like, never been an issue. It hasn't, but today it was, and you didn't take yeah. that initiative. That's what I'm initiative. saying. I but, like, literally I just did. said that. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I did. I took the initiative because I didn't see that you were doing that or that you were going to, which is fine. Well, like, we I'm have two like, different mind frames right we now. We do, but it's like, so but at the same that, time, I do happened. feel like, I do feel like I, p I do feel like I put them before me more than you put them before you. Mm -hmm. I, f I feel like it's important to show my children, our children, that like, like we have boundaries too. Like, like our self care is important, and like, like you're, like you're, in your, like your theory right now, because both they're both theories. Your theory right now is he needs a very strict, like, in bed forcing him to close his eyes at this moment in time every single day. And, like, that's going to solve the problem. And in my mind... I didn't say it was going to solve oh. it. I just said, like, I don't know how to solve it. But Me if neither. we can actually get him to sleep, like, at least 10 hours, then that's... He has been sleeping like, 10 minimal, hours. Right, but not when he wakes up at 4.30, not when he wakes up at 4.15. Those things, like, accumulate to his sleep. He hasn't woken up at 4.15 Yeah, he woke months. up at 4.30 just the other day at my parents' house, and he went to sleep even later it that like, day. Yeah, like, it was after It's like those little things, close. like, accumulate, yeah. you know? And... And I'm just saying, like, I know that if he goes to sleep later, like at seven, it's a coin toss whether he wakes up earlier or at around five. Yeah, no, that's true. And, and so and you I talked like about sleep training the other yeah, day. Yeah, but also, but yeah. we didn't. I didn't say that I felt comfortable. I don't. I don't. And you just. And I just didn't. And then yesterday he went to sleep later, and he still woke up at four fifty. He almost didn't get ten hours, and it's like. That's not okay. That's not okay. Like if we know that no matter what we try, we've tried until we find something that we like yeah. both feel comfortable doing or commit to for at least a couple of days, like or a week or sometimes a month. I mean, we need to get him in bed at a certain time. Otherwise, it's not ten hours, and that sleep debt accumulates. Mm -hmm. And so today, it just felt like you were busy with yourself, which is, I mean. Which I can but again, understand. Like we I'm not agreed done. on what you were saying, now. though. And so, like, which is fine because that's your schedule normally. Mm -hmm. And so, I can understand why, like, you didn't even think to do it. But like, I could tell. Like, I I could see the clock, and I was like, he needs to go to bed. Like, he just needs to. Like, he's so tired. He doesn't know up from down anymore. Like, he's just like, everything was gonna make him fly off the rails he needed to be in bed more than i needed to finish my food or than you needed to finish your food like that was the priority for him because he's still he's like he's getting there he's getting to the point where he is like older and we can give him mm -hmm. i think you know more freedoms as we will mm -hmm. but like he still doesn't know how to manage that like if you let him stay up he would stay up forever that's and not still true. Wake up. That's not true. You say to him like, "There's a binky in bed," and then he'll go, and that's fine. But yeah. if you didn't say that to I him, give that, I give him that. But choice if you every didn't, night, he though. wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you hadn't given him that choice. You didn't say, "There's a binky in bed. Do you want it yet?" And it was already like almost six. Yeah. And uh, so I'm saying, like, mm -hmm. do you see what I'm saying? Like I'm saying. Yeah, but I I think. That he would have stayed awake happily, well, not happily. Yeah, not happily. Until you would have been like, yeah. oh, there's a binky. And then he would have been like, yeah, okay, like, I'm ready for bed. I've been waiting for you to tell me I'm ready for bed. Or, you know, because he's not going to force himself to go to sleep. He has serious FOMO. Well, that I mean, 
like I'm normally other than tonight tonight responsible for his nighttime and the last four nights I've been saying Ollie we're gonna try something I'm not gonna tell you when it's time for bed you're gonna tell me when you're ready for a binky and to go to bed mm-hmm. and yesterday he the first time I said that he's like no I'm not ready I want to play some more and then a little bit later, he came to me and he said, I'm ready for a binky in bed. And so, like, I f- like I feel like I'm training him to recognize for himself when he's tired enough to want to go to bed. And I think the only factor that made tonight different was bath time. Because for whatever reason, baths at night, especially really close to his bedtime, which we, we, tr- we wanted to do earlier... And it just didn't happen today. Like we both were like, let's do this as early as possible. Then with my parents' schedule and our schedule and Kai's sleep schedule, it just didn't work out. But like he gets like baths relax most children, but he gets overstimulated by baths and he gets like crazy, like weird laughs, like almost like the second Delete. you take him yeah. out of the mm-hmm. bath, he is like a possessed child, like totally different personality, totally different characteristics. And I think that that was just like, like a continuation of that energy. And so I don't know how much of that had to do with him being exhausted and how much of that had to do with him being like his bath sensory possession feelings. And so I like, like, I don't, I'm not saying your perspective wrong. Like you could be 100% right. He could have been exhausted and maybe ready for bed right after bath, but obviously he had to eat. And it was like, like the first day that, I had, if, if that's true that I had been off from what I feel like we're like the path that I'm on with him and we'll see how, like, we'll see when he wakes up tomorrow. But also I think a part of his behavioral stuff right now is also the sleep lamp that we just started doing because he's like usurping all of his patients in the morning. And so by the time everyone's already up, he's already been patient for somewhere between 45 minutes to an hour like 30 minutes to an hour Mm -hmm. and it's like it's not helping him sleep train himself like he's literally just sitting in bed whispering in my ear rolling around asking if it's ready yet asking how much longer like and i'm not i'm i'm not saying we need to give up on that experiment with like the color like like what how we have it is it's blue until 6 a.m. Like the light is blue and at 6 a.m. it automatically changes to yellow. And when it's yellow, he can like he can leave the bed and we can go out. But if he wakes up before that, no matter how much before that, he has to stay in bed until it turns yellow. And that's really hard for a two and two almost three year old. You know what I mean? Like that's that's really hard. And so it's been really hard for me to see him struggle through that. Like and like when he wakes up like 15 minutes before or what, like I'm like, this is like a great opportunity. But when it's like 4.50, I'm like, that's an hour and 10 minutes that I have to sit here and try to explain to a three-year-old logically why he has to stay in bed just because the light's blue. Because eventually he's thought of everything because he just sit there, he's sitting there and thinking about the things he wants to do, that he's hungry, that his stomach hurts, that he's thirsty. Like, and so I think like, I, I, like I think, and maybe I'm wrong, but it just feels like he's like, wasting all of his patience at the start of the day and so by the end of the day even if he's not maybe like not as exhausted as he is some other times like mentally he's like like he can't process anymore like as like being a big kid so I I think there's a lot of factors going on with him right now and you and I are doing our very best to navigate and meet those with like like poise and with like patience and understanding of trying to figure out what he's going through. Cause it's been a lot. I feel like even though it's not like traumatic, like not like tragic stuff, it might still be what in his mind. traumatic. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, yeah. And I'm not with it with like, I'm most of the time either passed out or already out here with Kai. Mm-hmm. Um, or out in the living room with Kai, getting him back to bed when Ollie wakes up. But, like, I just, I mean, how is that different than, like, what you're doing than that you're sleep training in, at night? Like, he's still going to wake up early, like. What do you mean? Like, with how your, is what different? Like, I'm just going to let you know 
that there's a binky waiting and you tell me when you're ready. But it's like, no, you can't. Like, I just feel like you are telling me that you would rather just take him out as soon as he wakes out, even if it's 4.50, like, that's okay with you because that's something that he's going to continue doing forever until, yeah. like, he's self-sufficient enough for you to be like, I don't care what time you wake up. Do not wake me up. I'm going to be sleeping, mm -hmm. you know, which I don't no, know what like, time I think be. I think the thought and the execution of the lamp, it was a, it, it's a brilliant idea. I just think that, like, I don't have a solution for that problem for the problem of what's like, what is the development that's happening with that much patience? You know what I mean? With like that much asking of him. Like, I think you, we can ask a lot of him and we can push a lot of developmental boundaries in helping him grow and challenging him to grow. But, and like, if, if it's not until six and he wakes up at four thirty, that's an hour and a half that he's sitting in bed awake. He's not going to go back to sleep. Like, I've tried, like, cuddling him. I've tried rubbing his back, his head, like, 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 lullabying him back to sleep. But, like, when he's awake, he's awake. And that is a reflection of his night time, but also a, a reflection of his activity level during the day. Um, and kind of whenever, I, I feel like it's also a reflection of how deeply he sleeps. Like, the deeper he sleeps, the more REM hours he gets. He probably wakes up earlier, and he might just, have like in his body and mind have that like development that, cycle like he but, like and by yeah. saying 10 hours a day mm -hmm. like uh, that's a stretch that's like yeah. a stretch it should be, it should be 11, 11 12. to 12 yeah. hours 10 yeah. hours like i don't care what kid you are at two years old you yeah. almost three that's not enough sleep for you especially yeah. without a nap and i don't care that he is like fully awake like dude you got to learn how to go back to sleep and i don't know how i don't know how to get him back to sleep but i don't think that letting him out and mm -hmm. him being like up since like four four thirty five yeah. like that's not okay because he's gonna be even more tired and by the mm -hmm. time it gets four and you sometimes won't be coming home till 4.30, which, I mean, is fine. But, like, I'm just saying, like, yeah. that's a long time for me to deal with a grumpy child yeah. that, like, is mm -hmm. done with life and is ready for bed. But it's too early for them to go to bed. I don't want to set a routine that's unsustainable for me as a parent. Well, and, and, like, and, like, 4 just to like 4 o'clock, like, that's of, just not okay. Of, like, like, 4.30 really isn't, I feel like, a healthy time to go to bed. You know what I mean? Well, like, no. I think even five thirty is pushing it in terms of like, like. Well, we don't like, make him go to sleep yeah. till six. We just start yeah. his routine at five thirty, which yeah. I don't think is there's anything wrong no. with that. No, I mean, f like, I think it's early for most kids, and it's early. It would be even early for most adults. It's only early because he insists on waking yeah. up at five yeah. o'clock or at six o'clock. If I he know. at any point starts sleeping until seven, like, yeah, he can stay up later. I'm looking forward to the moment yeah, know, right? where he can stay up later so and nice. be like hanging if out with happens. us at nighttime <laughs> if he wants to. I, I think I Kai. heard Kai. Yeah. Uh, am I like, am I crazy? Like, I just feel like, I just feel like, mm, I just don't even know what else to do. I just don't even know what else to do because in regards to his sleep and it doesn't help. I know that we co-sleep, but I don't have a problem with them moving into their own bedroom if they're ready for it. I am not about like, again, like sustainably, sustainably for me, like I'm not about to wake up in the middle of the night multiple times to go to an, like get up out of my bed, go to their room across the hall and lay down with them until they go to sleep and at some point maybe wake up or just spend the night there like I don't know like it's so much easier to just roll over and be like shh, shh, shh. like you're okay I'm right here like that's more sustainable for us and especially with two kids like Kai wakes up a lot at night as he should um or as he does um not even not in a bad way he just does um and I just I'm not going to like that ruins my sleep. Sometimes he's really simple. It's really simple for me to get him back to sleep. And, you know, I try to go to bed early as early as I can, as early as I feel comfortable with after having taken care of my mental and physical self-care. Um, and it's just it's just what works for us. It doesn't work for everybody. I'm 
not trying to push it on you or anything, but like I it, I can see how that hinders that. But even if he were in his own room, he would still wake up at five or four thirty, and the only difference is that there would be nobody there for him to talk to, <laughs> and he would just have to stare at the lamp probably mutter to himself, which is the same thing he does now, you know? So, I mean, it's really not that different in regards, I mean, to that. And I just don't know. I don't know. And also I was thinking when I went upstairs, I was thinking like, I used to be the one to put Ollie to sleep. And now I don't do that anymore because I put Kai to sleep. And a little part of me like does really... Like, I used to love putting him to sleep because even though it would t- it used to take him out, like, hours, just hours, like, he does the best cuddles, just the best cuddles with you when you're, and just, like, he cradles your your head and he, like, puts his nose on your nose and it's just, like, I don't get that anymore. I don't get those cuddle moments with him and he's not a very cuddly person during the day and so I definitely I feel like I miss out on that that's like another aspect that he doesn't like uh, like that's I feel like that's an aspect of our relationship where again I don't have like moments with him like cute adoring loving moments like that and so it's easier for like me to be the bad person because there aren't many like lovey-dovey moments like like that because he just doesn't like them he doesn't allow for them a lot and so what he sees for the most part is me he doesn't go to sleep with me he doesn't wake up with me and during the day I'll sometimes I'm with Kai but I try I've been making a lot of time for him but also we've had like other people here and when we went to my parents' house, and it's, like, between everybody, like, we really didn't hang out as much as we could have. Because, obviously, they wanted to hang out with him, and they were giving us, like, a second to breathe. But at the same time, like, those moments, like, how, like, there was, I feel like there there was more separation. And maybe that's also taking its toll. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that I felt so bad that that he felt like I was a bad mommy um because I know I could have done better and I know what Jesse said about like yeah I'm already doing my best like I know I know I'm I know I'm doing my best but but it just sucks that I that I just I can't be like that on it as much as I would like to be like all the time you know um like if he's having a rough day because he's tired or whatever that's so much different than like I feel like the dinner was a rough time for him because I made it rougher for him you know what I mean um instead of being like more on his level and more compassionate and like making it an easier time for him instead I just like didn't (laughs) instead I made it worse and or harder for him, maybe, I don't know, but I gave him a lot, and I gave him lots of opportunities to, like, tell me, like, how he was feeling, and he would tell me, and maybe I just didn't listen good enough, and it's just really sad, it's just really sad to me, um, and I just, I guess, it's one of those days where I feel like I'm definitely, like, I definitely, if don't know what I'm doing and like other days obviously I feel better and I'm like oh I rocked it today and we did it like I don't know what we did but we did it and it worked but today just wasn't one of those days and I mean you still rocked it in a lot of ways with the bath and we both exercised even though we didn't get to do it together like we normally do because it was like everyone was doing their things today yeah how was your morning with Aldi I didn't even have like we played a little we played a really good time a really good long time um for like maybe an hour and a half which actually is really good but then I didn't see him almost at all I didn't play with him almost at all for the remainder of the day because he went out with his grandma and grandpa and then he was downstairs and then he was outside and then it was lunchtime or it was like dinner time and there was 
and you were here for lunchtime and then he was outside and then it was bath time finally and that was like my first time that i really got to like hang out with him again was at bath time and that's when he started <laughs> getting cray cray yeah mm -hmm. yeah what were we talking about when i left do you remember yeah we we're talking about the sleep schedule mm -hmm. and i just don't know i just don't know i just don't know we can figure it out it's, and plus yeah. when he's older he'll obviously as he gets more and more self-sufficient like we can you know let him go out when like as he gets older and older like we mm -hmm. will feel more comfortable letting him be out and about all by himself like i bet like maybe at like six o'clock we'll be like yeah you go do you i'm gonna <laughs> stay sleeping in the bed and like mm -hmm. if you need me yeah. just open yeah, the door yeah. and come get me like i'll be here you know actually, or we'll leave the yeah. door open i don't know i actually like I don't mind going out there at whatever time he wakes up, but I do think it's important for him to like, like to develop that. But the that's what that's what I was saying before. Kai started like the with the sleep lamp. I I th if he wakes up within like half an hour of it going off, like I think that's so reasonable. Like to ask him to stay there and be like, dude. Like you gotta sleep until like you gotta sleep until six, bro. Like you just have to. But when he when he wakes up at four fifty, I just, I, and I could be wrong again. Like I'm not a child psychologist. I'm not a child developmental specialist. Like, like it just seems like an hour and a half is a long time to make an almost three year old wait in bed with no interaction, nothing to distract them. Like when they when you know regardless of what they should or shouldn't do like he should go back to sleep but he won't like that's what should happen but he won't and so like i i was like developmentally like how healthy is that i don't know i don't know and so that's i struggle with that in the morning when i'm like but it's like if you this. if you like even mm -hmm. if you did let him go out like you pass out sometimes and okay mm -hmm. he's on his tablet but how de developmentally appropriate is that mm -hmm. for him to be on his tablet for like an hour an hour and a half yeah. while you pass out or sometimes meditate and pass yeah. out and then somebody yeah. else comes like that's not good well, and like for him to wake comes. up <laughs> like well yeah. like when by the time yeah, I come true. out like that's yeah. not appropriate for him when to be on his tablet like, yeah, for really like that long. And then also if you're passed out, what if he like climbs up on the kitchen counter which trying to get something, which he can do. But he could do that before he would climb up the little handlebars of the drawers and, oh. and get mm. up like, but he, in the morning he just asks me, he like asks me for things well, and I get up and do them. If I'm like laying there, I think like, like he's, so he's so so mature in the morning and in the morning he doesn't watch stuff he does activities he like he doesn't go on to shows like he goes to noggin and he love in the morning he loves and like the app where that's like the spanish puzzles and stuff like and then he like because i'm usually like awake like i can hear everything he's doing because like i i put it up like loud enough to where i can hear what he's watching and stuff in case i'm like no 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 like that's not okay um and it's almost always like the science abc mouse science stuff mm -hmm. or like the noggin like actual activities which is really cool that he does that but still like an hour right when you wake up is like a lot like mm -hmm. that sets a path for the day which i don't think is i don't think is super healthy like maybe it's like 15 minutes like or maybe you could do something like if he gets up at whatever time he wakes up, have predetermined toys yeah. at no tablet, just toys yeah. in his ultra room, his other room, and um, yeah. and be like, well, if you wake up, this is where we're going until it's 6 o'clock. Yeah. And, and there's, like, like, only quiet activities. Yeah. Like, as, a, like as an entrepreneur, like, I want to, like theoretically i would love to wake up at 5 30 every day and like be able to like have enough energy to like actually just do a meditation without falling asleep and like do yoga with ollie like if he wants to and like be with him 
And like it, like I think it'd be cool if he was on his tablet and I was on my computer and we were like working at the same time where I'd like check the stock market, like check through my to-do list for what I'm going to be doing that day. If I'm going to work that day, it's like, cool. We both finished our work. Like now we get to hang out together. You want to do yoga? Do you want me to make breakfast? Like, what do you want to do? Like, I want to be that parent. And I think like if he's waking up that early and going to bed that early, like that's not like so bad, but, but I'm like, my body still is not at that energy mm-hmm, level yet. And mm-hmm. I, I hate it. I hate it. Cause I want, like, I want to be that parent in the morning, mm-hmm. but that's versus the parent that I'm being yeah, right now. And it's like, his, his schedule is not going to change. Like, I can't be like, okay, you know what? Since I'm not that awake yet at five 30 in the morning, like, could you please just wake up at seven? Cause like, that'd be really nice for me mm-hmm. and where my body is at right now yeah. <laughs> and my energy level. Well, but also his body, like he, like if he, like mm-hmm. he needs to sleep. Oh, I just want to like, even if he slept 11 hours, that's like at the bottom of the like 11 to 12 hours. He normally does like normally he he is like conked out by between six and six fifteen and he wakes up normally after five thirty like normally. So that's like 11 and a half. I've noticed that when he sleeps later. Most of the time, every not like every rare time, he will sleep lo- a little bit longer. But most of the time, if he sleeps later, if he goes mm-hmm. to sleep later, like at yeah. six thirty, at seven, he wakes up like at four. Yeah, it's just so freakish and crazy. Well, it's under sleeping. Like he needed more yeah. sleep, and that's why he's waking up so early because he's still tired. I know. I don't understand. Like I don't understand like the, the sleep. Like like physiology of sleep in that way, you know. In that sense, like you know, he can't go to sleep later. Yeah, but I mean, unless we like dedicated ourselves to like, all right, pass out whenever you want, and like for a full like as long as it took, and I don't know even how long. (laughs) Well, I we never really fully like had the conversation. You just started doing things, and I guess and I was gonna talk to you about it. Well, I guess we're talking about it now. Um. You know, but I like if we fully commit, that's something that we have to really think about um, because that affects mm-hmm. my, like our evenings in such a hardcore way because he's going to be so tired. That we were at your parents' house, like we were driving to your parents' house and you told me about like what the doctor had said about Kai, but then also referring to Ollie and, and you're like, we're at my parents' house. Let's just try it. Let's do it. But then... We didn't do it at my parents' house. Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah, I was like, whenever you want to go to bed, like, there's a binky waiting for you, but he, he would, would immediately... wake up at our parents, at my parents' house. He woke up so early. I know, and he was like, but also, but also, he would immediately tell me he wanted to go to bed, and it'd be like 5.30. I'd be like, okay, it's getting close to bedtime. Like, you get to choose. And he, he like, every time he was like, immediately. But also, it's because we've been, like, transitioning him off of pacifier use, because he's reaching, like, that... Like cut off three year before it like There's definitely is affecting their life. teeth, and so we were like transitioning him off of his pacifiers. So he only got them at night. He didn't get them for emotional stress, which is like when he's acting out. If you give him a pacifier, he's fine. He like centers himself. Then you can take it away, and you can like have a conversation with him unless there's another trigger. Mm-hmm. But like. Well, we've been trying to transfer that onto something else, like onto yeah, like a stuffed, like a stuffed animal, animal or something, and and so yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot going on in his world, on top of just like his general sleep schedule, and I mean he's handling it great, but it's I, you obviously know what? It's we did really talk hard. about it, and I don't, I guess I totally today just I dropped the ball completely, like then because we I do remember we talked about it, I do remember you doing it, and I just like I guess you know like I just was I had. I hadn't really seen him all day either, but I just saw how tired he was. And I was just like, mm-hmm. he needs to be in bed. Like he just, and so that like energy took over and I should have just, because I should have just let you do it, but I didn't, I didn't even think about mm-hmm. it. I just saw him yeah. struggling and I was like, I need to help. I need to help him feel better. I think that would be a really good topic for like our next podcast. Yeah. Um, Like for, for next week. So, so um, uh, yeah, I'll say this. I'll say this first. I don't. I I'm really bad at <laughs> um, is like the on the spot 
decision making as a parent who has another parent where like like but I I I don't know I feel like I hear like all of our parent friends and people we talk to like talk like everyone I know that's a parent has like that I've had this conversation with like brings it up that like if if one parent makes a decision or like you like you have to be on the same page like you just have to there's like end of discussion like they need that they need that like team they need to see that team like operating together mm-hmm. and not contradicting each other um but i find it i personally find it really difficult in the moment when i don't fully agree with the decision that you've executive ordered mm-hmm. to like stick behind it but i got i think that'd be a really cool thing to talk about on stream and like yeah we could talk and about like, that yeah just have that conversation together because i think it's a conversation that probably a lot of kind of like like i like a lot of this is about our children and like this podcast is never was never meant to be like here's some t- tips and tricks for parenting it's not and it's like, not at it's all 100%. like it's just like we're talking about situations that we think will be relevant to other parents whether it's now or in the future and seeing how we talk through those things and the different opinions and thoughts we have on those and how that has affected us and our children and hoping that that has some value to you and so I think like that would be a great one for next time is like yeah, if you, if it. you're like like two parents are always going to have things that they disagree on and think should be a certain way or the way that they approach ch- um being a parent yeah. and so and like how do you deal that with that week. and being on the same page mm-hmm. and I think it would help us a lot too just yeah. to like have that conversation that's true we should yeah. well we've had that conversation before too but we yeah, can have it again bit. I yeah oh it I was a it was a long a time of, ago yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right, so thanks for coming to our podcast. Yeah, 